Hello and welcome. It's Kelly Jane McCann, professional organizer and clutter coach, and you are listening to Decluttered by Design, a podcast where I provide practical guidance to help you declutter your life with ease. So as we all know, clutter clearing requires loads of decisions, and the big question, of course, is should I keep it or should I let it go? The next question, and I think this ranks right up there with should I keep it or let it go, is where will the item go? What will I do with it? Where will I donate it? And I think this is actually a question that you should answer before you even begin the physical act of decluttering. And why am I suggesting this? Well, we are not really free from clutter until we have passed responsibility for that item on and said goodbye to it and gotten it out of our space. And the problem here is that people get caught up in wanting to play matchmaker. They want to find the perfect home for the items that they're discarding. And I understand this. There are so many options out there and people want to choose the best one. They feel that's what they need to do. I think that that is noble, but I also think that that is self-sabotaging because it requires a ton of energy and it impedes your progress. So I suggest people adopt a charity. One charity, maybe two. Take a look around your community, look at the organizations that accept broad categories of donations, and find the one or two that have missions that resonate with you. A mission that you can get excited about supporting. This is going to do so much for you. It is going to allow you to feel better and dare I say even good about letting your stuff go. You'll know that your donation is going to help further a mission that aligns with your values. So when you let stuff go, it's going to feel really good. It's also going to help you move through the decision making process much faster. And here's what I mean by that. Now you can hold up an item instead of asking yourself, should I let this go or should I keep it? You can reframe it and ask, would I rather hold on to this item or would I rather help organization X and donate it to them? So see, in this way, we can leverage our natural inclination towards wanting to be generous, right? And when we're, when we're donating stuff, that's really what we're doing. We are playing the role of a benefactor to an organization. So you can even take this question and amp it up a little bit by asking, what would a generous benefactor do? Would they hold on to this item or would they donate it? So what happens if there isn't an organization in your area that has a mission that really aligns with your values and accepts broad categories of donations? And I bring this up because I know that not everyone loves the more well-known nationwide organizations. I have actually heard people say, I will never donate to an organization that is associated with religion. That is just a no-go for me. Other people have said, I'm not going to donate to an organization that pays its CEO a high six-figure salary. And I totally get that. I actually believe that the way we interact with the world says loads about our values, and that includes who we donate to. So you might be thinking that I'm immediately going to say, hold tight, and don't even think about giving your stuff to an organization like that. But no, because the really important thing here is you and getting rid of your clutter. And if we can make it easier, then you'll be clutter-free faster. So what I want to suggest you do is... Think about the end user. If you are someone in in that situation where all you have is, you know, an organization that does accept broad categories of stuff, but you, you're not really excited about their mission. 
So when you're feeling conflicted about where to send those donations, focus on the end user, the person that is going to benefit at the very end of the chain. Even if you've never been in, let's say, a Goodwill store, you can probably relate to the shopper's experience. Goodwill shoppers run the gamut from the mom trying to stretch everyday dollars to maximum capacity to the lady of leisure who just loves the thrill of a bargain hunt. In any event, I can almost guarantee that you have experienced the relief and pleasure of both those shoppers. Maybe the relief at finding what you needed at, at, at a truly affordable price or the pleasure of finding an item you love at a huge bargain. In either event, those are good feelings, right? And that's what your donation is contributing to. You are helping people feel good. If you can focus on that aspect you can get excited to create more moments like that for more people, right? So it doesn't have to be about the mission of the organization. Now it can be about the person that benefits from the mission. What I'm really doing is encouraging you to remove as much friction as you can from the disposition process. Think about your end goal and how to make it easier. You know, you deserve ease. Getting out of the door as fast as you can is not a cop-out. It's self-care. If you're thinking you should be playing matchmaker and getting each item to the to the most perfect new home possible, well, that's a choice you're making, and I'd ask you to reflect on how it is serving you. If it's working well and you actually enjoy it, then by all means, keep doing it. But if it feels like a burden, then I'd remind you that it is not your responsibility to be the perfect matchmaker. No, your responsibility is to you and to your family. So I encourage you to reflect on the question of how that outlay of energy and effort is serving you. Only you can answer that. Now, I would love to know what you think about this idea. Could adopting a charity help you clear out the clutter faster? Have you adopted a charity? Um, Whatever your thoughts are, I'd love to hear. Reach out to me. You can find me everywhere at Organizing Maven.